Hello, sustainable friends, and welcome to Let's Act, Sustainably Developing Africa and Beyond podcast. Here we will share bold and innovative solutions that will help us tackle social, economic, and environmental issues that affect sustainable development. The Let's Act podcast series will amplify voices of people from communities, businesses, academia, civil society organizations, and more who will share real experiences that will drive development for an Africa we want. My name is Tokumbo, Talks for short, Ifachiroti, and I am your host. It is time. Let's act, Africa. Hello and welcome to our podcast titled Let's Act, Sustainably Developing Africa and Beyond. Today our topic is the journey to greatness, educating and empowering our youth. And I have a guest, Fina Chichi Ikeji. Fina is passionate about parenting. And so she's a parenting consultant and coach. She has worked with parents and teens for over a decade, helping parents with how to understand, communicate, connect, and raise the next responsible leaders for tomorrow. Her organization called Parenting Team Solution Limited is dedicated to educating, empowering, and equipping parents with the right tools to help themselves and their teens as they navigate through the changes and challenges of adolescent journeys. It is her mission to help, support, disrupt wrong parenting habits and norms, and transform the lives of families through wholesome, compassionate-led thinking. Her parenting experience and work has given her opportunities to speak on a global platform. She's spoken at local authority meetings, schools, Churches both in the United Kingdom and around the world. And she is the host of Parenting Teens Solutions podcast, which is ranked the 11th in the top 60 world podcast list for parenting teens. Finachichi is an Amazon best selling author, an international speaker and a mother of two young adults and two teenagers. Fina, I welcome you to our podcast. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be here. Fantastic. You know, I, I, I went through your bio and I was like, yes, now I'm going to ask you so, so many questions. <laughs> I've my mind for a while, you know. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. No, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's a passionate topic of mine and yeah, it's it's great. Yes. Fantastic. So I'm excited to have you and you know, let's dig into it. Let's talk. Cool, cool. That's it. (laughs) Okay. So I mean just you know, reading your bio and obviously following a lot of work that you do. One of the key things that you're you're very passionate about is shaping and raising the next generation and making sure that they are accountable leaders, you know, in in view, which for me is a tall order because a lot is just going on around now that sometimes it's almost impossible to to tick all the boxes. Uh Well, I know that there might be some tools that you use to make this dream a reality. Share some of those tools with us. Fantastic. A great, a great question. Uh, One of the things that I'm, I've been working for teenagers, as as, you know, as you stated in my bio and parents. And one of the key tools that I know that 
we have in order to get human beings in general. Every mm-hmm. person wants to be heard. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be valued. And that is the tool that I actually bring in to my communication with teenagers and for their parents. When we can listen to teenagers, when we can allow them to be heard, mm-hmm. we can really teach them and empower them to be great. Mm-hmm. We have many teenagers in the UK, in, in the States that are doing very, very well. Mm-hmm. And when I talk to young people who are doing very well and I ask them, what is the secret? Why? How do you, what, what is the thing that your parents do the most, that you love the most? Yes. 99% of them always say, my parents listen. Mm. And so listening is the first key because from listening, then our kids are empowered to go then and drive and do the work. That self-driven thing that we want in them. It's that's that's where it starts from because mm-hmm. they're heard. And listening to our teenagers doesn't mean that our teenagers or our young people have to always say the right things. No. Exactly. Whatever they're saying, whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whether it's not matured enough, the key is to listen first. And once we can listen, then we open a dialogue for them mm-hmm. so that we can then teach them the right way or teach them the better value. But it starts with listening. So that's the first tool that mm-hmm. I would share that once we can when we can listen to young people. And I said, we we say teenagers here, but it starts from even when they're younger. When we can start to listen to children, it builds their confidence. Yes. They're able to then go out and look for the answers out there. Go out and do the research. Go out and study for the exams. Go out and be the great people that we're talking about. That's an interesting outlook because once they get the buy-in from their parents, which is the parents listening to them, it equips them, isn't it? Because they know that they can always go back to their mom and dad and say, so this is, after I mentioned this to you, I've gone out to do X, Y, Z. These are my findings. What do you think? What do you think? And even if and yes, exactly. And even if they make mistakes along the way, they know that if they have a safe space with you, mm. with the mom, they know they have a safe space for the dad so that they can come back to say, oh gosh, I did that. Oh, that was so, oh wow. Why did, how come I did that? And we, they know that we're not going to judge them. We're not going to criticize them. We're going to yeah. then give them better tools to then use the next time they try it. That, mm. That's really fundamental to any teenager's success to greatness. I like that, you know, success to greatness because... The moment that they know that they have that safe space to come and discuss things with their mom, dad, guardians, or or, any, or whoever they are accountable to, yes, um, that it's a, that that safe space is so key, isn't it? Because oh, it allows them to grow, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. uh, honestly, yeah. so so vital, so vital. Because what one of the things, talks, one of the things that we don't want to do, or that. Yeah. I, 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 I always encourage parents is don't let education, don't let their, your children's success be forced on them. Mm-hmm. Every child has the potential to even do greater than you think that they will do. Mm. So we, because we have a limit, we have a limit to our imagination. We, yeah, we've yeah. worked hard, we've been successful. You know, we, we, we're in this world now where technology is just opening up doors to so many other careers. Mm. We haven't got experience in a lot of the careers that are even still still evolve it's still coming up their mm-hmm. careers now that you're thinking oh my god is this a job there's a there's a job now pe- pe- people who want to learn how to dress themselves or use the clothes they have in their closet there's a stylist specific for them so diff- the kind of jobs that are happening now we wouldn't have thought about these jobs 10 years ago 15 yeah. years ago mm-hmm. so our children actually have more experience in today's world as in the kind of things that are coming up in today's world than we do mm-hmm. so if we are forcing our children into one direction, we're losing out on so many other ways. Mm. So educating and empowering our children 
it's not something to be done in a forceful way. Our children have so much capability and their belief system is out of this world. Mm. They have this like they have this I can do attitude. Oh, I can do it, I can do it. Yes. Yeah. They, they have yeah. It. They, they have it. It. yeah. And it, it takes me to my next question because from yes. what you said, so you've kind of like managed the expectations mm-hmm. kids in terms yes. of letting them know that mom and dad have a safe space where you know you can talk with them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's fine. But then how do you manage other expectations? So for instance, if we look at a, a child, it's been so good, had some challenges, has overcome those challenges. Now it's time to go to uni, wants to study to become, let's say, a doctor. Yes. And gets in first year and says, oh, gee, this is just not for me. I didn't yes. realize. And then wants to change, you know, yes. has to go back to his parents and say, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something totally different. I want to probably become a singer now. Mm-hmm. But this is what the child wants. Yes. How do you manage those conflict of ideas? Awesome. I love, I love this question because this is actually happening. This is happening so much now. I'm speaking to a lot of families on this topic. And the first thing I'm, I want to draw to your attention is that word good. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of times we have, we aim to have good children. Our generation grew up with your, your your child is good, so it's almost like a trophy for us. Good, mm. that word good. Good is more about compliance. So you've told you uh, many of these kids that you see that were um, that that went to do medicine and then all of a sudden they decided to change. Actually, ninety or ninety five percent of those kids, medicine was not their first choice. It was their parents who encouraged them to do medicine. Mm-hmm. Any child who decided medicine for, by their own selves, by their own selves, and got into uni, they would continue. Yeah. Most of most of the times, a lot of the ones that I've, I've asked, a lot of the people that I've spoken to, many of them, it was their parents who stirred them into that direction. And yes, they were very good in, in sciences. So they continued and it was good for them. They got the A's, they got the level nines, they got they got the whole thing. And yeah. you know, in, the, in their parents' mind, they were good. They were good. They were good. And now they got into uni where they have an opportunity to, to then think for themselves without their parents, without their guardians. They now have this opportunity to think for themselves. And then this is where the aha moment comes in there. Mm-hmm. Where am I going? What am I doing? They start to not feel the energy anymore. Because before, when they were at home, the energy was because of their parents. They were yes. doing it to their parents. Doing it and getting great grades. No, it's not most of most of them were getting very good grades. Mm. The question now is on their own now, in their own space, as an individual, as a young adult, they are asking themselves, who am I? Hmm. What am I going to contribute to this world? And this is away from the parents. So the parents' energy is not there anymore. Yes. And they think, they look around and they say, no, nah, this, this is where I'm going to. It's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So the key to managing these expectations is whose expectation should be the one to go with. Yeah. That's the key. Because a lot of times we have owned the effort. We have thought, okay, our children need to do. We, we know what is good for them. Mm-hmm. They need to go in, in, in line with what we have. And because they were, in quotes, good, they didn't dispute it. They didn't argue with us. They continued with what we were suggesting to them. Yes. And now they're on their own. Now they're saying, this is not the right way I want to go. The key mm-hmm. to all this is to come back and say, okay, you know what? What is it, what is it that you want to do then? Mm-hmm. It's very hard for many parents. Very hard <laughs> for many parents. Very difficult for many parents. And mm-hmm. I'm saying this because I experienced it as well. Mm-hmm. My son got to uni, was in uni up to his second year and this was during covid and stuff okay. and he had he had like a breakdown and just thought you know what he said mom i've been doing a lot of thinking and i don't think this course um that he went for um is good for him it was business business economics that's my first 
my oldest son. Yes. And he said, he's done with uni. Hmm. And I told him, and I was, at first I was shocked because this was someone who was aiming for a first class. Yeah. And so I said, okay, let's, I want you to go think about it. I'm just, I'm going to have to, in my, in my mind, I said, I, I need to pray about this and just kind of, you know, see what, what he's doing. But I told him, don't rush it. Just take your time. Um, you, you guys are on holiday at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And just think through it. What are your options? And what, you know, what, what are you thinking about in the whole space? And so I left it with him. And then I, for me, I was just praying about it. I said, you know, God, you know the direction that this, this guy needs to go to. I, I haven't got a say in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's give me the understanding to understand where he's going, where he's going. Yeah. And so when he now came back to me, and one of the things about my son, he's very hardworking. He's just like, he gets his work done. So I had that trust in him that he's not just going to leave uni and then not, not do anything. That's, I knew that for sure. So I, mm-hmm. I asked him, okay, what are your plans? And then he gave me his plans. He was already even doing a course outside uni. Wow. He was already doing another, like a diploma course outside uni for what he wanted to do. Mm. He'd already gone through a mentorship program for business analysts. And he mm. had a mentor that was, he was, that was interacting with him for the, the for three months. And that will give him a reference at the end of it. So business analyst um, um, reference at the end of it. So I thought to myself and I said, okay, this guy is doing what he wants. To, he's doing, he's going in the direction of what he wants to do. do. So there's mm. no point of me forcing him to finish business economics, which he's not going to use. So true. And Talks, that's what that's what that's what happened wow so it's it's about understanding the direction and because i gave him that um trust because because i said okay what are you doing well you know he gave me his plans and he's working on his plans i have to trust that because yeah. even if he even if he wants to still finish up university later on in life there's so many opportunities to do that and I'm not, I'm not going to now sit down and say, oh, what will people say? Oh, what did somebody ask me? When did he graduate? That's nobody's business. My relationship with my son is, is number one for me. So I, I didn't have the, the pressure of thinking, what will people say? Because I knew who I was. I knew where I am in my relationship with my son. And my number one goal was to support him. Yeah. And that's key. And that's why in this question that you've asked, the expectation is whose expectation? Mm-hmm. Once they become adults, they have to decide themselves because... If they go on to be those doctors and those lawyers that we want, they won't be satisfied in their jobs. And then they will take out those frustrate the frustration of not being satisfied in their jobs. They will, you know, take out that that um, frustration on other people around them. And, and also the other thing that you allowed him to do is he'd already taken the steps to be responsible yes. for his future. Exactly. But what you said to him is, I know you've taken those steps, but I'm agreeing with you. Yes. Your future lies in your hands and you're yes. going to make sure you make good on it. That's it. So, so yes. he, it's almost like him making a pledge to himself and also making a pledge to you. Exactly. So that exactly. accountability. Oh, it's key. And guess yeah. what? He won't, yeah, and he would not want to disappoint. Oh, no. Because he no. has seen that I've supported him, so he mm-hmm. won't want to disappoint. And, and you see, I think but what you've said and, and what you've done, you know, using that, that success story as an experience yes. and as an anchor, for, for a lot of parents in the diaspora, and I'm talking about yes. Af- parents from African, Africa, mm-hmm. yeah, it takes it it takes a lot much more than than that. I think you're the exception. You are the and I, and I think it's just been a generational thing, isn't it? It you has. Know, it has. There's some key professions: lawyer, doctor, mm-hmm. architect. You know, there, there are these ones that are like it's a societal thing, and yeah, oh yeah, my daughter is a doctor, my son. Yes. Is a, Exactly. And, and and 
like what you said now, one of the questions you answered initially, yes. a lot a, a lot is happening now in the world that is actually, I'm not saying that those professions are not key. They're still there. They will yes. still be in there. But yes. there's some other professions that are coming up that are par with them. Of course. So you okay. look at even the business analyst, the project uh-huh. manager, yes. uh, artificial intelligence, okay. you know, yes. all those things are coming up now and are par. So now I think the focus is on what can you do? What can you comfortably do? What can you do happily? You yes. know, so that yes. Yes. You know, yes. your mental health and your well-being is intact. Yes, totally. That's the that's the key. That's the that's that's the key. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was listening to a I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about the the medical the medical professions, and yeah. many and as as they were commenting on you know the, the the medical profession and stuff, and they said many of the 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 people that were commenting were saying you know a lot of like especially the therapists a lot of the therapists said a lot of their clients many of their clients are in the medical profession, wow. many of their clients clients are in the medical profession doctors consultants yeah and yeah. you know you, you you then question between you know that choosing of that career, what made them choose the career? Was it parents driven? Was it expectations of, of family and stuff like that? And now they're in the roles and they're not too um, um they're not too 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 happy with themselves or they don't they don't feel that they fulfilled because that was not really their calling. I'm not saying everyone there are many yeah. people that were called to be doctors and are doing great um, at being, course, being yeah. doctors. But we have yeah. to know our children and that's the key. <laughs> Yeah, I like what you said. We have to know our children because we still cannot take away the fact that the parents or, or yes. guardians are there also to guide the kids totally. as well. Totally. You know, so sometimes there's some strength that you see in, in, in your child or in yes. your ward, and you're like, Yeah, I know you can be this doctor, I know you can be this mm-hmm. lawyer, or I know you can be an analyst, or you know, so though there's that, there's a place for that because if we do then take our eyes off the ball totally. Then, yes, then, yes. then something, you know, that that's just way off course. So yes. I, li- I, I like that bit that, yeah, knowing the child, knowing the strength of the child, and also knowing when to seek additional help or help, guidance totally. from, from the people, from the likes of you, you know, coming yes. to you as a yes. mentor to say, this is what's going on yes. um, with a teenager or, or you know, a young uh-huh. adult. Um, they're going to uni or just about to even graduate and then they just yeah. don't know what to do after this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. So oh, there's yes. a space for that. But I think the key thing, you know, from, from what you said for me, and I when I look at especially African kids, they uh-huh. have a lot of power, a lot of energy. Yes. They have this handle spirit um and attitude that uh-huh. whatever you give to them, they're ready to try and learn it, even if they don't know about it. They yes. just try that and say I tried my best rather than no I don't know it and then just just drop give it. up yes exactly very, very resilient that we've got very oh. resilient children. Yeah. highly resilient kids yeah, yeah so so that's really good and um I, I I just felt that it'd be nice you know to just speak to you just hear your own thought process about you know what's yes. happening in that space and the kind of advice you would give to our young ones our young mm-hmm. adults as they go into uni or as they choose their life careers and sometimes when life knocks them what do they to pick themselves up and and just keep it going yeah yeah Yeah. cool I I mean you know you know I'm very passionate about young people so this is like an answer for to young people and and this is what I'm I'm sharing to young people Mm -hmm. and saying that to every young person who will hear this podcast I want you to know that we believe in you 
Hmm. Um, sometimes um, uh, many adults may not show that they believe in you. Many adults may not listen to you and you feel that you're not being heard. But I want you to never give up. Hmm. I want you to know that in your minds, in your heart of hearts, you know that there is greatness inside of you. Yeah. I want you to know that no matter the many times that you fall down, no matter how many mistakes you make, you can always get up again. No one, and I say no one who is successful today, has not had a down moment. Every person who you see as successful today has had moments where they failed at something, moments where they made mistakes, moments where they, they, they weren't sure of what next step to take. So anytime you find yourself in those situations where you're thinking, Okay, I'm done with uni. What next? Okay, I'm about to enter uni. What next? Okay, I'm in uni. What should I do? Okay, I need to find a job. Anytime you find yourself in those situations, always remember that there's a solution out there. It might take you two steps to get to the solution. It might take you three, four steps, but there's always, there's guaranteed a solution if you keep looking and don't give up. And when you don't give up, you ask questions, ask for help, ask people who have done it before, research do the work involved and you will get the rewards. We, we, they say success is, a, is, is and success leaves clues. Mm. Look at the successful people that you love out there. Read their bio, read things about them, read the things that they've done in their lives and take values from what you love about them. If you, if you know that this person you love is resilient, if you know this person you love is persistent, take those values. Learn about those values. Go to Google, search, what do I need to do to showcase these values every day of my life? And then go ahead and do it. You are a successful individual. Don't listen to the naysayers. Always talk positively to yourself. And when anyone speaks negatively to you, ignore that person. Because you are worth more than any negativity that anyone throws at you. Remember, we are rooting for you. Remember, we are watching and we are supporting you all the way. Thank you. Fantastic. Wow. I was going to say, you know, Fina, so are there any closing words? <laughs> I ain't asking that anymore. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> that was, I really love that ending. And oh, thank you. I just, yes, I needed to just talk, talk to them so that they know that awesome. we are here for them. Yeah, awesome. Because... For, for any of our youth that will listen to this and parents too that listen to yes. this, please just point them to, to what Finesse just said in the last couple of minutes. I think those words of wisdom, those nuggets, um, empowering words, when they're down and now, just listen to that. I believe you it will lift it will lift them up because there's a lot going on in the world right now. But if they believe in themselves, and like you said, Fina, don't listen to the naysayers, right. just you can do it because yes. you were placed on this earth for a purpose okay. and the purpose is to win that is yes. it yes. Then, you know there's always light at the end of the tunnel there is always that and the other thing that you touched on when you said success leaves clues because mm. um we, we rest on the the shoulders of those who have gone ahead of us that's right and that's so right. if they have paid that price for us why yes. not just Eat up about them mm -hmm. and be better than them. Yes, yes, totally, yeah. totally. And so that their work is not in vain. You know, they've come out there, they've sacrificed, and, and we as a generation owe them that so that they, they know that their work is, was not in vain. Yeah, yeah. 
because that's a legacy that they've left for us to follow exactly. up on. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Amazing. I wish we had more time. I know. <laughs> it's been an absolute delight speaking with you today. You are welcome. Yes. I just want to say, please don't be a stranger. I'm sure we'll catch up again. But thank totally. you for sharing your words thank with Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you and I appreciate the, the topic. This is a very valid and vital topic in today's world. Um, so this needs to be, it needs to be spoken about. So thank you for um, giving me the space um, to share uh, my thoughts on this as well. Thank you. You're most welcome. All right, then. So do take care of yourself. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Right, okay, bye. Bye. Thank you, Sustainable Friends, for tuning into today's episode. And we hope you feel empowered and ready to develop economic, environmental, and social solutions that will bring about positive change in your communities for a better Africa and beyond. By the way, you don't have to wait until the next episode to chat with me. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Let's Act Africa and tell me one thing this episode has convinced you to start doing. Also, if you found this episode insightful, please make sure you leave a rating, subscribe to our show, and share with others who you think can implement solutions in Africa and beyond. Remember, we're all in this together. Until next time, let's act Africa.